Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask him to stop, he'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth, and now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. Uh... I look at, I look at, like, I always say I look at the career, and what we do is, like, it is a multi-level house. Like, oh yeah, you're always building a ladder to get to the fucking ceiling, yeah. and you break through that ceiling, but there's another fucking ceiling right yeah. in front of you. It's so crazy uh, how many years you spend just building the foundation. Like, yeah, yeah, like, dude. You spend so much time just, like, clearing the land, making sure shit's level, Putting in the cement, making sure that's level just to get the foundation down. It's insane, dude. It, I don't, it always cracks me up, man. Like, all right. So, like, the Game of Thrones shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how everybody was dragging it. And, I, you know, look, that's people's prerogative. Yeah. Uh, it's a show on television. Uh, it is for public consumption. So, it is also for public opinion. I yeah. like, 100% get all that. I agree with all that. But the when when the people on the show, say things like, yo, I think it's a little disrespectful when you like create petitions to rewrite the show yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff, and then they get dragged for that. I'm like, no, I agree with them, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, People don't understand how hard it is to create anything. It's hard to make a bad show. It's hard to make a bad show. Yeah. Like, But to, not even shows, comedy shows, movies, TVs, music. It's so hard to create mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And- which is why I try hard not to, I mean, I, I drag some stuff, and I, I will say I don't like things, but I try hard not to just, like, shit on so much stuff, because yeah, I, it's not easy. Yeah, I've been doing that, I've been being very cognizant of that lately over the past, like, six or seven months about not going on Twitter and just, like, shitting on a thing that I think is terrible, because, one, there's probably a good chance that someone who worked on it in some capacity will see it, and, like, I don't want them to, like, think I'm an asshole. Yeah. But also, like... It takes like hard work to make a thing, and like very rarely do does everyone going into a project think like I can't wait to just make this bullshit thing. Like even Adam Sandler's easy movies still are not easy to make. Like there's no. a lot of people that are coming it's in, a lot of people that are working hard, busting their ass. And also, dude. if you're like, hey, I'm gonna give you six million to do and half ass to like put in half the amount of work. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Give me that shit. Yeah. I, yeah, that's wiping all the debt of my family clean. Give yeah. it to me. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, what. Here, here's the Adam Sandler thing too. I get, and I always use Adam Sandler for like two fucking examples. Yeah, I use him for the, but I always, I always go one after the other. I say, like, when will, when can there be a black Adam Sandler? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I, some people would argue that's Tyler Perry, but when can there be like a, just a dude who? Just a black, checks. just just cash his checks and yeah. be like, yeah, I can make whatever bullshit I want, yeah. right? Uh, so I say that, and then I also say, but that's not a knock on Adam Sandler for a few reasons. One, the dude has put in his work. Yeah, like people act like he just woke up and like he, this was handed. That nigga put in his work. Yeah, he was on Saturday Night Live for a while. Yeah, and he had some really funny characters that re- he did. Yeah, and he has some really funny fucking movies. He has some classic movies out there. Waterboy. Yeah, Abby Gilmore. Billy Madison. Uh, yeah, Big Daddy. Like yeah. he's had some good shit. And also, what's the goal? What's the what is the goal? Is the goal yes, the goal is to make it. Mm-hmm. But especially with black people, right? Yeah. Isn't our goal to make it and then bring our boys along exactly. and just That's do shit I, with them? I was about to say, so he has his production company, Happy Madison. Like they're sort of notorious for bringing on the same crew for everything that they can. So like yeah. I'm not talking about just like actors and like the, the head of the department, I'm talking about like your uh your uh uh, uh your production coordinator. You're like your accounting, like all those people, like the first ADs, the second second ADs, like all those people are usually brought on under those features when he can and when they shoot those movies because it's all about like, yeah, I have a company, I treat my people well, like yeah. I try to give them consistent work. So if it's like, I honestly haven't watched an Adam Sandler movie and I don't, I literally don't know the last time that I saw one. Maybe Liar Liar, like seeing <laughs> it, like so, not, uh, not Liar that. Liar, uh, <laughs> Anger Management. Sorry, okay. anger, anger Management. Yeah, he did a great Jim Carrey. You know? <laughs> like I think that's probably the last one I saw in theaters. But like 
I've existed perfectly fine without ingesting Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. And also, it doesn't affect anyone. It doesn't affect like, anybody, man. Bringing it back to your point about, like, the Game of Thrones thing, like, another thing that I think just, one, like, it was it was wild how how turned white women Twitter got when Daenerys burnt up. It was, it was insane. But, like, even going back to that, like, just t- take a step back and, like, thinking about, like, just media literacy-wise, like, these people have been working on this show for a decade. Like mm-hmm. these kids, like most of them were kids, like twelve year old, thirteen yeah, year olds, and like now they're twenty three, and they're like, "Yeah, I want to do other things now." Like yeah. even the showrunners are like, "We've been writing about fucking swords and dragons for ten years." Like, yeah, yeah, let me do something else. Like, let me what? do something else. Let me end this. Yeah, right. And and look, I had my problems with the oh, season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still liked the season. I did think the series finale was. Was boring, very anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah, I thought the first thirty minutes of the uh, series finale was great. Yeah, but then once she died and the dragon flew off with her, I was like, you might as well just end the episode right yeah, there. Yeah, like, I got to wrap up some stories. Yeah, yeah. now y'all got to wrap up with this political bullshit. Like this was whack. But outside of that, yeah, it's just so weird to me where people don't realize how much people work on things, uh, which is annoying when the general public does it. But it's even more annoying when people within the, the industry, industry does. I'm bro. just like, don't you? You know how hard this is, man. Bro, it was crazy how many people I saw that, like, we know that, like, work or are trying to get in rooms or on shows right now. They'll be like, these guys fucking suck. They don't know what to do. They are yeah. so bad. I feel so bad for the cast and crew that had to <laughs> like, act. And I'm just like, yeah. first of all, these people are making millions, millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. They're going to be fine. Also, you would kill. Right now, my nigga, if someone if someone came to have those people be like, yo, we're gonna let you we're gonna give you you're gonna give you an over five in this one scene yeah. in the very last episode, they would be tripping over themselves to get that gig. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Like, not not even close. Yeah, I was like if you want to be the guy that's like gets stuck with a sword, like, oh no, Jon Snow when he gets stabbed, like all of our friends would be killing for get to get that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It it is it is like when the when the Confederacy thing like when they was like we was gonna make that show, yeah, the yeah. Confederate or whatever it was gonna be called, and then all the black people was like, "I will not be auditioning." I was like, "Shut your lying ass <laughs> yeah, up, nigga! Yeah. You will be auditioning." You saw a little Quisha trailer, or mad black yeah, people on that shit. Yeah. yeah, like get the fuck out of here, man! Like y'all need to understand. Uh, here's the thing: I think there is something to be said for having morals in your art. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy Bayside, like he won't oh, yeah. take he won't take roles. That portray Indians as like a um, as a like terrorist oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. brown people in yeah, general, yeah. and I think that's great. Even though like he could be further in his career uh, yeah. than he wants to be, I'm not saying he could be further if he did that. I'm well, just yeah, saying yeah, like no, he's same, not like an A list yeah. celebrity, yeah. but even in his like uh, stature, he says that's the that's the thing I'm saying for myself. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think there's something great about that, and like there are some things that I probably. If it was just like a bad script and just portraying black people in a terrible way, I'd probably be like, eh, I don't know. But something like that, where it's just like, yo, you about to give me a script written by Emmy Award winning writers, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the only problem you got with it is just the content? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's not even the content, yeah. but just like the story? Yeah. Like, I can see if it's like, Hey, I, I, I want a whole bunch of black people to just play Sambo and be coons and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, and just that's it. But like, th- like they had a fucking story. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't get that sometimes. I but a, maybe a, that's just me. I have, a, I have a question for you. Uh, I, I wonder if so much of the pushback from my own personal thing, as far as like criticism goes, because up until the past couple of years, like, I mean, I'm, I think criticism is goes so hand in hand with art. Like that's the way that I think personally an art form furthers is like you need people that like I think personally it helps when the critics are like create stuff themselves as in like that art form but whatever that's that's an argument for another day but like for for you was it was like the the was just like Twitter's involvement and like seeing constant thoughts about the show like did that have any impact on you as far as like criticism wise on this show, it's just for Game of Thrones. Just oh, like for Game seeing of everyone's take takes that you agreed with, takes that you yeah, didn't. it's just it, like so much information you're receiving. So here, here's while the show is actively happening. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So here, I'll I'll answer that like in a couple ways. One, I don't want people to think like I'm against criticism. I oh, think yeah. criticism is a good thing. I'm yeah. an actor. Uh, I'm a theater actor. 
uh, above all before anything. Uh, or I've been a theater actor for a majority of my life. Mm-hmm. Notes and constructive criticism yeah, yeah. is the process. name of the game. Uh, it's the only way you get better, like yeah. you said. But so criticizing something you don't like is fine. Yeah. Here's what I didn't like about the Game of Thrones shit. I wasn't on Twitter the last time Game of Thrones was on two years ago. Exactly, same So this was my first foray Mm -hmm. into Twitter in general. The first three episodes of this season was so fun on Twitter. Yeah. Because it was just nothing but memes. Yeah. And it was funny. People had funny takes. Yeah. But then, like, midway through episode three is when it started to turn. And by Mm -hmm. episode four through six, it was just like nothing but it just felt like hive mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where... So watching all of that go on while the show was still going on felt so inauthentic to me because it's one, it's like, and I get some people was like, well, I'm just going to keep watching the show because I want to see how it wraps up. I've spent this long on it. But when I hear stuff, but when I hear stuff like that was the worst episode of television I've ever seen, I wasted eight years of my life on this show. This, this, this. Yeah. I'm like, but your bitch ass gonna sit down next week and watch the same fucking. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, also, stop being fake. Like, you waste your life. Like you had so many more important you, things. You that right. Happened in those stop eight years. being extra, man. Yeah. Like people being extra as fuck. And so that was annoying. And here's what I really found annoying. And it was mostly white people. Mostly white women. Uh, and this is not me trying to drag women um, in general, but... Oh, you about to get eight up in them comments. No, no, no. Boy. This is not me because I didn't see a lot of women of color on this Oh, train. you said white women. Sorry, I just... I said I I not just women. and I, But I want gotcha, sh- gotcha. to make sure like, that I'm they not... they coming for your ass. When I want to make sure that I'm not lumping this is just a, a thing I'm saying about women. Oh, I am yeah, saying yeah. this about a more liberal non-person of color yeah. woman where they were looking at this show from a very, yeah I from a 2019 standpoint yeah and look yeah. <laughs> like i get that there's a t- that that is i i am not here to say that's not a relevant conversation mm-hmm. not here to say that i think it is but give me a fucking breath. like, I, <laughs> like, I, and 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 listen. There's a side of this too that a couple black people were upset, like, but it was like, huh, well, ain't no black person on the throne. Yeah, man, ain't no black person on the throne. <laughs> yeah, you know what era this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, we just and I know it's a fantasy show, so you can make anything happen and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I get that one hundred percent. But when I hear things like how this season portrayed uh, betrayed women, yeah. I'm just like, okay, all right, I guess so. Yeah. I don't th- I think there is a difference between there allow allow me allow me just oh, thirty me. more yeah. seconds to no, 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 formulate you, this yeah, yeah. this formulate out. King. I think like there is the argument. And I always try to look at these things from a racial standpoint mm-hmm. when I have these thoughts, uh, when it's something about other intersectional things. Uh, there is a standpoint where on one hand I say, I don't think anybody went into that writer's room and was like, how can we just betray all these characters, these female and other characters too that we've set up, right? Mm-hmm. I do think that's a, that is the case. On the same hand, that is a conversation that should be had. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a conversation that should be had. Like, hey, let's make sure we portray mm-hmm. these characters especially these women characters in a light that is not dismissive yeah uh to the people who look up to these characters and the people who these characters represent right mm-hmm. i 100 i i there are both sides to that coin right yeah but here's the but here's the only but i have to say with that when you have 7 seasons of a show and you didn't have that thought. And I get people change. Yeah. I get people open their eyes and things are different. We're, we're in a different time. This is a much different world in 2019 than it was in 2010. Yeah, I yeah. get that. When you have seven seasons of a show and a lot of the things that you are mentioning now are just things that were on the show throughout this entire run that oh, you yeah, loved you. and yeah. enjoyed. There is a little inauthenticness to me. Mm-hmm. 
when the only reason you're bringing this up is because you are not happy with the content of the oh, show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that is the part that annoys me. I'm not yeah. saying people can't feel that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like it's not valid points. Yeah. But if you are happy with how it was going and you didn't feel that way, the minute like you start saying, I don't like what they're doing with these characters, what else can... One last thing, and I promise you can jump in. No, you're good, man. <laughs> I'm on the soapbox right now. People are going to drag me for this. Yeah, keep, I don't give a fuck. Come down, come uh, down. Come no, down. nigga, my shirt is off. Yeah. Uh, give me, take my shoes off. Yeah. There is one person, I'm not going to say any names, but one person wrote an article saying like uh, how this, the episode where, which episode was it? Episode four, uh, where, right, where her head like gets right cut after. off. Where her head gets cut off oh, and yeah. Danny is upset. Oh, yeah. And then one person was like, uh, I just hated how they made this episode. Like, everything is the woman's problem. Everything is the woman's fault. I was like, oh, okay. If that's yeah. what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw two strong ass women, uh, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. who am I? That, that's what you yeah. saw. But then another person, and I call these the the dudes who ain't thinking it yeah. but want to seem like they are so mm-hmm. they'd be like I was thinking that too <laughs> um was like you know I couldn't figure out why I didn't like that episode. Oh, yeah. And now I think that's Those it. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, like, like, that's let, not... let women have this conversation. Yeah. You don't need a butt in on it. Yeah. 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 So it's that is it was all of that, dude. Yeah. yeah. And it made the it made it so unenjoyable to interact about the show yeah well you you brought up a point because i want to circle back to this you brought up the the term intersectionality and i think what i found most interesting about um this sort of the that that sort of turn that after you know daenerys had her her heel turn as it were (laughs) is that like people have been bringing up since the show's inception that like yo they have a really weird problem with like sex position or how they treat women in the show where like even just the lack of of people of color in the world or whatever And like those those conversations have been going on since since the jump, but it seems like they sort of got pushed to the wayside. Uh, this is so there's two points that I'm going to be bringing up. So so, so it's pushed to the wayside, and then also like it was very interesting seeing how that show was viewed along racial lines. Like for me personally, like I liked the show; it was a very fun show. I never watched it and was like, I relate to. I can see myself as one of these protagonists. Of in the show. course not. Like when I see the show, like Daenerys to me was never like. That's the lead, like or like John Snow was never like that's the person who I'm gonna get behind. But like mm-hmm. when I saw this character, I'm like, yo, like this is literally like an Aryan woman with f- with flamethrowers that has been burning people for seven seasons. Yeah, and yes, you can be argued that like she was like her 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 fury was righteous or like it was justified, but also like if you look around, like she's literally a white savior. Like I think the end of like season three or four is her being lifted by a bunch of like black and brown people that yeah. are calling her like mother or some shit like that. Yeah. And I remember when that happened, I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to be into the show. Like I knew then I was like, I'll like it, but like, I'm never going to be able to relate like one to one with this character. Like even when I see something like black Panther, you know, I mean, it's easy to call this black, but like, oh, right. Dope. I can see uh, with T'Challa, or I can see with, uh, with, uh, with Siri or any of those characters because like I relate to them and like, though we're black and we have like some shared history and stuff, stuff like blah, 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 blah. But like seeing like, Seeing how like my black friends have reacted as far as being like, yeah, like the writing's been on the wall since she's first introduced. Like this, like blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white or platinum blonde, blue-eyed white lady is like she's been coming for this country since the since the start of the show. Like mm-hmm. her whole thing is like I'm going to take what back what is mine, even though I am not actively running that country right now. It's like yeah, yeah, that's that's whack and that is a bad like that character's yeah. not going to have a good ending. So it was interesting seeing how like sort of like white women had put themselves in that, in that sort of, they latched on that character being like, oh yeah, this woman has righteous fury, which makes sense. Like that's obviously a narrative that I think more people should dive into. And like, I think it's like this sort of goes lines in line with like how women have probably been portrayed in most of media up until now. Mm-hmm. But then it was, it was interesting seeing like how black trade was like, yeah, like roast him crack is all they want to. I don't care. Like she's not a good person. We'll see blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then seeing how like white women got so angry, but like, not even like average like reply guys, reply gals, seeing like industry people, people that are like executives of like very well-known film production companies being like, these two writers are trash. They should never work again, blah, 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 blah. And then being like going back, like, you know, you see like 
this was posted at like 24 hours ago. And then like, you see like the threads at like 12 and eight, then you obviously someone on their team had talked to them. Like you cannot just say that someone that like one of your coworkers or like one of, one of your peers are like racist trash yeah. because it's going to affect like something down the line, somewhere down the line, those dudes are probably going to have a movie pitched to this company or whatever. Yeah. Like all that stuff was very interesting, but it is, it's crazy too, dude. Also, because, I'm a dude talking about this. So like, yeah, I listen, have my own blind spots. Look, yeah. Listen, I want to, I want to be very clear too. When I, earlier when I was saying, I, cause I know some people are probably, if they haven't shut it off already, uh, I didn't expect us to talk about Game of Thrones for 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, if they haven't shut it off. I want to be very clear that I'm not saying there haven't been people for the past seven seasons before this season who were saying, like, I'm tired of seeing these women portrayed, like, you know, all the sex and all the the, the, the rape and all that. Mm -hmm. That has been going on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That has been going on. Uh, But that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. What I'm talking about is... That white woman fury. The the white that that fury of, like... Oh, so we're the problem now? Yeah. I mean, no, this show has portrayed a lot of people as the problem for a lot of fucking seasons. Yeah. And if anything, the series finale was whack, but if anything, what it's boiling down to is, no, the show has been about two women, Hmm. like, on a collision course. Oh, yeah, yeah. For... Cersei Eight and seasons, Daenerys, Cersei yeah, and Daenerys. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the show has been about. It's been a, it's their story. Yeah, uh, it's not Jon Snow's story. It's, it's their story. And yeah. then like the landing was botched. But so I want to be very clear with that. I'm not saying that. And then also listen, like I, I say, I try to look at these things from a racial mm-hmm. standpoint when it's something of intersectionality. Uh, am I tired of seeing slave movies? Yeah, yeah, I am. But I'm not gonna watch a slave movie and say I can't believe they whipped them niggas. Like, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, like it's what what else do? So, like, unfortunately, there are parts of all of our history that are not fun to look at and not fun to watch. And I think it is fair to say I don't want to see that. And Mm -hmm. I think it's fair to say, can we stop telling these stories so much? But I don't think it's fair to say that I can't believe the story is being told uh, yeah. in the way that it's being told because mm. like that, those things happened yeah. and happened and things like that. But then, like you said, I'm a dude talking about this. I'm also talking about it from, there are a lot of black people who were upset when Misandre died. Yeah. Uh, yo, those is my circle. Were like, all right, we're out now. It's like, yeah. if everyone gets axed, like I'm, why which, am I watching this show? Is, which yeah. is fair, very fair. Yeah. But then I'm also like, it was that Washington, man. Has she been on like, 72 minutes of eight <laughs> seasons. Like, let's be real, man. Yeah, I think <laughs> like, I'm, it was, it was, it was so fun like, seeing like Black Twitter being like, all right, now that this shit's over, I can't wait to see what my boy Grey Worm and Sandra are going to be doing, like, yeah. movie wise. Like, what's yeah, the yeah, kind yeah. Of shit I hope booking? they, I hope they fucking blow up because, yeah, but as far as actors go, yeah, yeah. But as far as the characters go, like, yeah, she they stood, killed her. It's funny, like, <laughs> like, yeah, they fucking killed her. Their blocking was, like, standing on the left or right for, like, six or seven yeah, seasons. That's like, all they had to and do. now y'all mad? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they killed her ass, yeah. dude. She was a plot device <laughs> for seven fucking seasons, yeah. dude. What else do you fucking expect? Uh, oh, goddamn TV. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> right before we take a break... We got the man, the myth, the legend, Big Zig in the room. What's up, Cody? How are we living? It's fun. I think this is actually the longest we've made it into a show without getting introductions for myself. So I'm glad Probably. that it became like a first break one. Yes, yes, yes. First the break. First break club. First break club. I love it. Edgar is banned from yeah, the room. I'm taking over. He's taking over. We got a new culture king in the house. Uh, you also are producing his new show, The Wokest. Cool. I am. I think I don't know if he can say that, but I am producing a show. I don't called give the a fuck. I'll say it. I'm producing a show uh, called The Wokest. Yeah. I'll also, say it. we just. Uh, uh, so this is what happened today. Today's a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Jackie's just did a two-hour special version of Yours Is Racist, uh-huh. and then like as we were leaving, he was like. I gotta record Culture Kings. I was like, "Oh, can I come through?" He's like, "Yeah, come through." Yeah, because so, I was about to do two solo episodes this week. <laughs> I was like, "I can't uh, have you." I, it's, I've done solo episodes, and they that is it. It's very hard to do it. So I was like, "I would love to come on and help you not go crazy for yeah. two minutes." I did a Jackie St. Neil show earlier this week for uh, the pod, and as much fun as I have doing that, yeah, I really do have fun doing it. I want people to realize <laughs> that that is literally just me sitting down 
and going off stream of consciousness for <laughs> 40 to 60 minutes. It's hard. <laughs> it is very, it's hard that's to like. That's not written. That's it, not. It's hard to like, talk extemporaneously by yourself, but yeah. doing it as a character is yeah. even harder. Yeah. It's not. And I, I would, I'd love to do it. It's fun. I would do it more, but it is a lot to do. <laughs> and then I have to do two in one day. My favorite thing be. when listening to those is when you find something and then I can see you connecting the dots. Uh, I'm like, like, all right, this is what this is going to be his tangent for the next five minutes. Yeah, let's see what he a's to c's on this one. Yeah, dude, like, cause I don't know what the fuck we're gonna be. I write like usually. All right, so to pull the curtain back for for people who like the curtains pulled back just a little bit. What I do when I do those episodes is I generally write. I write seven things on my sheet of paper. Mm -hmm. I write what the number is for the network. So I, mm -hmm. you know how like each let each number has letters on it. Yeah. yeah. So I spell out I heart M and yeah. correspond the numbers. Yeah. That's the first thing I write. Yeah. I write a fake ad. <laughs> I write two real ads that we have going on. Yeah. Uh, that is two, three, and four. <laughs> <laughs> and I write two bullet points of two sports things that I want to talk about. That is wild. And that's fucking it. That, is, that like, makes my head hurt. That is fucking And then I just kind of glaze down at those notes. And then if I ever have calls, like when I know their names, I'll write that down so oh, I yeah, can yeah. say it. That's it. Yeah. Like, and so it, it's tough, dude. It's fucking tough, but I love it. It's fun. Go listen to The Wokers. Cody wrote on it and produced it. Edgar... Co-Culture King, even though he's banned, it is his solo show <laughs> uh, worth listening to. Uh, and if our network has a problem with, you know, niggas, niggas making money, then, you know, I get it. But we're going <laughs> to still promote it. We're going to still promote it because we all we, all we got, y'all. Uh, we'll be back right here on this show, Culture Kings. Ah, uh, man. Should we do a Queen of the Week this week? Yeah, did you guys still do that? Still we do still that? do it. We you still a, do you it. You have a drop now. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, sure. If, yeah. It, if it gets in. If yeah. it gets in, who fucking knows? Yeah. But we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll do that. We'll do a Queen of the Week this week. It is, I know there are some fans out there mm -hmm. who are like, what, if these niggas could just pick a format. <laughs> no, here's my, here's my take. But, uh, here's my take as someone who has been doing podcasting for not not a, an extremely long time, but on a bunch of different networks, they have a bunch of different like yeah. styles and stuff. I think to me, whenever the whenever the creators of the show are having fun, I think that seeps through into the listeners, and then they'll have fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, to to quote uh, Sean Hay or Sean Davenport and, or Sean Clemens and Hayes Davenport of Hollywood Handbook, if you come on the show and have fun with the boys. That's all that we care about. Yeah, and I think that can That's be said for care about. Show. Yeah. I do like I I do like a I do like a unstructured structured show. Yeah, and our show has become unstructured whenever we feel like drop something that we've done before. That to me is it. so freeing. Uh, and it is freeing. Uh, Against the Grain was a little more structured, but very oh, unstructured. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. we had a format. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was unstructured of how we got there. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but as we transition this show, uh, for those of you who can't tell that we are kind of in a transition period as far as kind of changing what the show is all about to a little bit more of us talking less and more comedy concept. That's fun. We didn't even announce we were dropping from three to two episodes. <laughs> you just, just did it. fucking did it. That's very uh, funny to me. Because me and Edgar are now on a, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> we're now you're a, working a lot of, yeah, you're spending a lot of time in the week working on things. Yeah. We got a lot of fucking plates in the air, man. Yeah. Uh, and But we still love y'all. There's a lot of people who ain't getting love this week, though. Moby getting dragged. Oh yeah, I, you know it's or the past week because by the time you listen to this, yeah, it would have been you know week old story. It's a, I think the wildest thing to me is I legitimately have not thought about Moby in probably fifteen years. I haven't thought about that nigga since without me. Yeah, so when I, <laughs> when, like when I saw he was on Twitter, I was like, oh man, this dude died, and then that's like, what I thought too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh damn, Moby took one for the team. Rest in peace. Go check out his restaurant, Little Pines and Silver Lake. I guess, <laughs> but like I saw what was for. I was like. I didn't even know that Natalie Portman and Moby, well, I guess no one knew that's the whole point, but I was like, I didn't even know Moby was like sexual. Like, I didn't know that he, I like, I thought, thought, like he a, was, uh, I thought like it was like a Morrissey type dude. Like, that yeah. was his thing. But like, the idea that Morrissey would 
date or not date Natalie Portman's Eve is another or weird Moby. thing. Yeah. And like I just I for me personally, I was just upset that I knew anything extra about Moby. Like that yeah. I hated that I knew that he was still doing stuff. I hated it that I know that he has a book out now, I guess, his second book. And mm-hmm. I hated that he and Natalie Portman did or did not date or some weird thing going yeah. on there. I, I wanna be real with you. You could put a gun to my head. And I would not know a single Moby song. I could not. I couldn't name for the life of me, dude. I could not name a single Moby song. Uh, like I, if somebody was like, "Yo, the future of all Black humanity <laughs> rests on your answer right now," just give me half a title of one Moby song. Sorry, black people. Yeah. But uh, it ain't going to be the white people that bring us down. It's going to be me. It's going to be Chuck <laughs> It's, it's going to be me. Do you remember, remember that guy, Fatboy Slim? Do you remember that? Yeah. I feel like he and Moby existed in that same era of music where it was like weird techno-adjacent bullshit that I did not pay any attention to. And I feel like I only know it because TRL was still a thing there. Yeah. Other than that, like I don't know anyone that was bumping Moby. No, Nobody. Nobody. Not at all. I don't know, dude. It's weird. This past week, a lot of... Even people who, <clears throat> although the reason he got in the news, I will say, is very legitimate and he deserves to be dragged. Uh, but even people who always seem to kind of stay out of <laughs> it, like Leonardo DiCaprio. When oh, he, yeah, he had that chart now, thing. That, that, that chart came out yeah. uh, showing like he's never had a girlfriend over 25. Yeah. Although people forgot that him and Rihanna fucked for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that was his one exception. That was his one black yeah. and one over 25. Yeah. But Rihanna was too good for him, so she had to fly and get her yeah. a billionaire. So yeah, I respect yeah, yeah. the queen. I stand, I stand, I her, stand I Rihanna. Stand queen. Rihanna is still, in my opinion, finest girl in the world. She's she's doing, I mean, I don't know much about her like business-wise. Like I know she's a musician and like an actress, obviously, but like, I was just taking a step back and be like, she has her own like very wildly successful makeup line. Yeah, like, fancy. she's like an activist. and lingerie line. Oh no, she's it's a, it's a makeup and lingerie line. See, like she's kill. I feel like she's killing it. She's killing the game. I feel like uh, I don't want to compare them, but like she, her and Beyonce definitely have like the same energy. I feel like yeah. as far as like entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I'm I'm here. I'm here for it. And I've seen her in live in concert. Uh, but yeah, dude. He he's getting dragged now for always dating young women. Yeah. And shit like that. And let me tell you something. As somebody who hates, hates when I... Because here's the, here's the thing with this. Yeah. I'll say it. Bring out a little Jackie saying, <laughs> yeah. I'll say it. Here's the thing with this. I don't give a shit about age difference. Here's why. Here's consensual, why. Consensual. Consensual age difference. Yo, <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Consensual age difference. <laughs> Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I don't like it. Oh, (laughs) I don't like it. But I don't. Could be a very weird turn for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't give a shit about it because I think it is a two way street. I have heard many women say, "I don't date people my age. I only want to date older men because younger dudes are trash." And I hate that. I'm just like, all right, yeah. Uh, older dudes, dudes are trash, trash too. Yeah, all, the dude, all the dudes are trash. Most men are trash. Yeah. We all trash. It don't matter the fucking age. So, like, I hate that. I hate older dudes who be like, I, I don't get it. I, I am 32 years old, and my entire body gets soft at the thought of dating somebody under the age of 25 if I was yeah. single. So, yeah. like, I, I, I don't get both sides. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like both sides. But, like, on the opposite end of it, too. If it's a consensual relationship, it ain't my fucking business. Here is where Leo fucked up. Yeah, hit me with Leo. The girl Leo is dating now. Mm-hmm. He's known her since she was eleven. That's fucking weird. That that's really fucking. That creepy. is predatory. That is eleven. He's like, what is he like? He's got to be like his late forties. He right? is. Yeah, how old is Leo? I think he's mid forties. Probably mid forty. Well, I'm just gonna say he's like forty five, just to make it yeah. easy. He may be. Give or take years. How does a forty-five-year-old dude meet an eleven-year-old kid? Apparently, he, apparently, from what I read, he, uh, he was a friend of the family. I think that's even worse. Which is much worse. That's so fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's Leonardo weird. DiCaprio is forty-four. Forty-four. He'll be forty-five this year. Yeah, that's that weird. shit is. It's like the Drake thing. Like, yeah, him what is, knowing what is his that? teenagers and still fucking. That yeah. and then and then the grooming thing and yeah. all that shit. That shit is very real. That shit is creepy. That yeah. shit is. Uh, it's, it's. I don't know how to describe properly how 
like e like intentionally evil and like yeah. creepy it is to be like this is this is now I'm talking about Drake, but like and again I, whatever I'm he's not gonna say he's like listen, but like yeah, <laughs> yeah, Drake did, does listen to this show. What's up, Champagne yeah. Poppy? Yeah. <laughs> free smoke, free smoke. Like, <laughs> what is like? It's so weird that like he he. There's like a story that came out like maybe a year or two ago where he and like Millie Bobby Brown, who plays the character Eleven on the Netflix show Stranger Things, would like yeah. they were texting and he was giving her like relationship or like. Career advice, some weird. It's relationship advice. Relationship, something. Uh, career advice, fine. Yeah, like, but relationship advice. That's come on. First of all, like the like just the process of him getting her contact seems weird. Did he like run into her like a Nick Kids thing, or did like <laughs> he ask his reps to get yeah talk to her reps and get like her numbers like that that like that like weird industry shit is creepy as fuck. But the idea of like a man in his thirties texting with like a f- I don't know what she just got her driver's license. Or a permit, so she had to be like 13, 14 year old about relationship shit is fucking creepy. It's very and creepy. And the idea that that didn't become a bigger story is still wild as hell to me because he has like, he had some video came out too where he was like, he pulled some girl up on stage yeah. and was like dancing with her and she was like yeah. 16 or something like that. Yeah. And and found out she was yeah. underage and still was like petting her and shit like yeah. that. <clears throat> it is that, that's the weird shit. So the whole like, Oh man, he's forty five and dating a twenty five year olds. What a creep! Eh, whatever, because like there are a lot of women who like older men. There are a lot of men who like younger women. Fine, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but, I, I've never had really. It's funny. I've I've literally never had an opinion on it until you just brought it up. Now, yeah. like I th- I think I've always I've always been like two consenting adults doing whatever. I I never thought about it. Yeah, but when you do bring in that like. When I don't know, prior knowledge is so fucking weird to That's me. That the puts part. me off so much. That's the part That's that so is so creepy. Wrong. Yeah. Very creepy. Predatory. Because I can't imagine he's a, like, I mean, I, he's I don't known know. He's known that girl him. since he was a Like, so you weird. know, so you automatically assume that he's been thinking about her in a sexual way since yeah. she was underage, right? Yeah. And that's the part that's fucked up. The, the Dane Cook thing, like, he met her when she was, like, a little underage and then started dating yeah, her. Yeah, at game night, which is <clears throat> fucking weird. Like, too, like, yeah. If you are a 45-year-old and you meet a 25-year-old and you are that age and you start dating, it's none of my fucking business. Yeah. If you are a 38-year-old and you meet an 11-year-old and when you turn 45, you start dating this 19-year-old, you are a fucking creep. That's fucking creepy. You are a fucking creep. That is so fucking creepy. You are a fucking creep. I don't know him, but I've worked with people that have worked with him in movies. And like, this isn't like a creepy thing, but just being like, oh, this is, a, when you think of an actor, this guy is an actor. This is a guy who's been like famous his entire life. Yeah. He was a part of that whole, what was it? Like the, the Pussy, pussy Posse? Pussy so what, Posse, yeah. Whatever his thing is, like. That makes sense. Like they would be at his apartment in New York, and he would just have a supermodel girlfriend who's like yeah. twenty. And like, oh, this guy is a dumb dude. Like he's this is like a, he's a, a dumb, yeah. shallow actor that you would. When you think of like dumb, shallow actors, this is what this guy is. Again, I don't know him. I'm just going by second information that I've talked to with people that have worked with him on stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I think I don't know. I don't I have. I have no take other than like if it's creepy shit, I ain't with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't give a fuck who he's fucking. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, like if they are of age and consensual, I don't give yeah. a fuck who he's fucking. Uh, it doesn't mean that I have to now cancel him because he also does a lot of really great shit. Like I don't even know if he's on my radar. Like what is it? He's, he's a, I mean he's a great actor. I love him as an actor. Yeah. Uh, but when but when you hear the oh the person he's fucking is somebody he's known since she was a preteen. That guy, that that dips deep into the cancellation. My finger's that, on that button. That's on the cancellation <laughs> button, man. You're on that precipice of getting You're on canceled. that precipice of being canceled. Has, nigga, nigga, this movie better be good. Has it, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, another, was, it, was there like was that was there any blowback from that or is that just a good Twitter thing? That's this is all as of this recording, like just happening within oh, like right. the past couple days. Oh yeah. I don't think there would be blowback from it because te- everyone could be like, Yeah, this is a dumb actor guy that does dumb actors. Yeah, shit. and yeah. technically which sometimes technicality is the evil of uh morality, but yeah. technically he's doing nothing wrong. That's so weird. Uh, a, but <laughs> technically <laughs> that reminds me of I had a, a a friend of that I used to be on a team with. Uh her friend was dating like his one of his better friends, and he said that whenever she would hang out with them, like like him like being uh, Leo and his his posse, mm-hmm. she'd just be like, "Oh, this guy is just stupid." Like the lights are on, but no one's home. Like he just does not recognize anything. Yeah. But Leo, if you're listening, 
Come on the show, man. We both work with you. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be in my sketch? You want to be in my sketch my, show? Uh, my parody sketch? If Leo was like, yo, Zig, I heard what you said, <laughs> but I still want you to direct this movie for me. What would you do? Yo, uh, <laughs> I, I would have a very serious discussion with me and my with my agent and my manager and see what the best course would be for my career. And this is why we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> we just talked all that shit and we like, but if Leon want a nigga in a movie. That is a good question. I've, I've always wondered, like, if you were, like, on a project, like, a big, like, this is, like, how you're eating. And, like, you found out that someone high up yeah. did do some really fucked up shit like that. Like, I th- What would I, you do? Yeah, I think, I think I wouldn't feel bad backing out. Like, I think I would, like, yeah. I think, I think there's things that are so morally incomprehensible for me like to line myself with it i think that i could very easily be like no nah, i'm not with that because right. i stopped watching shit that i th- i stopped supporting things that i think are like sexist or racist or homophobic very easily so like mm. i feel like even when like even in my own cases where like things have could directly benefit me by, by sort of keeping my mouth shut mm. i have been like i don't want to fuck with this so i feel like i could very i think i could do it right I, here's how i look at it hopefully it's, we'll never be in that position hopefully but. i mean we probably will unfortunately uh, if you haven't already been in that position, mm-hmm. um, because there's a lot of people around us and people are fucked. Yeah, true. But here's my thing. I, I, I always go off of this standpoint, like whatever you choose to, for lack of a better word, protest mm-hmm. is your prerogative. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> I think, it, I, I think we like to look at these things as black and white. Yeah. And we like to even think of them as they should be black and white. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, there's a lot of shades of gray. Yeah. And like, you know, unfortunately, or unfortunately, I don't know, whatever you feel. But I think like because of a lot of those shades of gray, like there, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. You would like to think like if something was you like so morally you reprehensible yeah. to you, you would do that. And I think like if it was of that moral reprehensible mm-hmm. um, nature to you, you would. Mm-hmm. But I think what how we look at this yeah. is not necessarily is it more reprehensible to us. But is it more reprehensible to everybody else? Oh yeah, and I think that's the part that where it gets where it gets sticky because like what could be more reprehensible to me mm-hmm. may not be to you. Yeah, yeah, and so now we're asking the question of why? Yeah. So of course you want to if somebody if if somebody if this is a terrible analogy, but this is the one I can use. If 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 Carl was sitting right here, mm-hmm. right, and you and Edgar were right there, and I punched Carl in the face, yeah. right? And then the next day, you decided, ah, man, that was fucked up, but yo, let's go record this podcast, Jackie. Yeah. Because, like, even though I punched him in the face, you know, people fight, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's not that big of a deal to you where you don't want to work with me anymore. Yeah. But to Edgar, he's like, that's your boy. How dare you punch him in the face? I, I don't know if I can work with you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's yeah. kind of so now it's a it's a question of how you guys look at the issue. Yeah, you know who I think a uh, really I don't I want to say good. I was like interesting and relatable. Well, sort of relatable take is that Sarah when Sarah Silverman had that Hulu show. I think uh, the um, America, the Wake Up America, something, or something, yeah, something like that. Something like yeah. this is America. No, that's <laughs> this, is America. A, this is America. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah but she. Uh, so like she's obviously been boys with uh what's that creepy dude uh Louis C K Louis C K like, yeah she's like you know they all had their crypt together and she had this very uh um oh it's a combination she was on that and then she, I think she's on the Howard Stern show but she had like this uh this this very vulnerable conversation when she was like how do you as a person like inside like who's sucking this like deal with acknowledging like this person that you've only seen one side of. For right. so long, like do this, do this terrible, terrible thing, and then like, how do you balance that anger that you feel from being betrayed from that, the sympathy you feel from the people that they have in turn hurt, and then juggle that with being like, part of me still loves this person. Yeah, you know? it's like when a family member does something like right. I was well, just when you have like a family member that does something, like for me, it would oh, not me, but like family members that like do stuff like. They they're in jail for like or prison for like yeah. murder. I have family members who murder people. Yeah, and like, like, how do I you, still love them. Yeah, like, yeah. It's such a weird place to be. Like I love this person, but I don't 
think that I can be there for them. I don't know, man. I the unfortunate thing is sorry we got so deep with this. But I know, I, I love it. I love it. I unfortunately, I I really just truly think that it is a matter of there's no right answer. Yeah, and I know that seems like a cop out, but I I mean, okay, because how do you bargain with like someone who's like, oh, this, this relative of mine took your child's life away, like. How can yeah. I relate to you? Like you're, you have justifiable rage. Exactly, man. Yeah. But but then you know, there's one token where it's just like the unfortunate thing with that mm. argument is that people can use it as a way to uh, diminish and and hold down other people because mm-hmm. it's just like, well, hey, well, not everybody's gonna like black people, jockeys. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. there's just no right answer. So mm-hmm. uh, so uh, that's what that there's those are the shades of gray. Yeah, that is where that's the part where I was like, this argument work can work here, mm-hmm. but it can't work here. Yeah, and I don't know why. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. Is it because of, that's just how I feel? Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know why it can't work. Uh, it, there's no blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's yeah. no blanket, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. for everything, and I don't know, man. It it is, it is just the cardinal rule, man. Just be good to everybody, yeah, man. Uh, that's wild. It's... Just be a good fucking person, and when you're not, because you won't always be, yeah. Uh, recognize and apologize, and try to be better. Yeah. <laughs> like and. Don't break the Ten Commandments. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. This is now a Christian podcast. Yes, this is now bad Christian fun. We'll still talk about eating ass. Yeah. Ooh, let's talk about eating oh ass. Oh my goodness, no, my mom will probably. <laughs> let's do that. Just for Zig's mom. When we come back. We back, and we back, and we back, and we back. Yo, Jackie, Zig in the room. <laughs> it is. I love how much eating ass has become. <laughs> it's weird that they, they, they fucked up by having black people on this network. Yeah. They between did. us and, or we, I mean, between you and Edgar, Iffy, and Danny. Yeah, yeah. Although they don't talk about eating ass that much on this Oh, that's show. right. That's like a PG yeah, it's show. A PG. Right? It's a PG I'm just used show. to her, I guess, on. On Twitter and like the text thread. Yeah, 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 yeah. She she be talking about that ass eating. <laughs> uh, it's so it's so funny. I I remember, I remember the first time you even get close to eating ass. Oh my goodness, I can't you co-sign thought- this, Jackie's, <laughs> but I'll I'll go with you on the journey. But I cannot comment. I remember the first time you down there, you blessing your girl. Oh my goodness, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, what if I go a little lower? She give you that little wiggle. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's not see when I first when I met my last girlfriend in Bible camp, we were both studying the word, the good Lord's word. Oh, Jesus is in that room. He's in that room. You know what I mean? Boy, you know how many times she said, Oh god. Oh my goodness. I cannot co-sign any of this. I did not co-sign any of this. Hey, listen. It happens, y'all. It happens. Uh there are a lot of fans who are disappointed with how unproblematic I've become over the past few months. So there you go. That first time you eat that ass and you feel that first wiggle. Oh, my goodness. And you're like, ooh. My you guys had low the noodle back shirts, didn't you? We did. We still do. Still up. <laughs> I don't know so if anybody wild. buys them. Uh, that, is so, that is so inappropriate. I love it. Uh, <laughs> new shirt. Use the tongue until you feel the wiggle, oh baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the show that I, promise, I was promised. And on that note, Let's do a queen of the week. Oh, my God. All right. She's your queen of the week. Oh, thank you so much, Carl, for that beautiful rendition of queen of the week. Cody, you are a guest. Mm-hmm. I will let you start us off. Oh, my goodness. All right. So this is uh, a queen who I don't know if she's been mentioned before. She may have have been, but uh, it's a mutual friend of ours. Her name is... Lorraine de Graffenwright. Mm. Uh, she uh, is uh, killing it at UCB. She's a writer for my team, The Summer Of. She also uh, just uh, wrote for uh, a new Adult Swim series called, um, I think, uh, well, I can't, I don't know if I can say the name of it, but she wrote for a new uh, Adult Swim series. Uh, I think it's the first first room she's been writing in, uh, and she's killing the game. Um, and I want her to be my queen of the week for this episode. 
Oh. Follow her uh, on, uh, I think, on, on Instagram, it's Lorinky Dank. Uh, and on uh, Twitter, it's Lorraine with five R's. Too many. Yeah, too many R's. Uh, but she's, I know Lorraine. She's so dope. We just recorded a show together. That is right. Uh, she's great. I love her. She's she's awesome. Definitely go follow her. And shouts out to that queen. Who you got, Jackie? Of the week. Uh, this queen of the week is, I've said this before. Is a queen of forever. <laughs> Eternal queen. Eternal queen. But I, I want to bring her back up. She's been a queen of the week before. She's been a guest before. She is going to be a guest again at some point. Whenever she slows down <laughs> and can actually roll through. Uh, at one point, we were thinking of making her our third co-host. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then she blew up even more. <laughs> I, I booked, I booked yeah. two more very popular shows yeah. and I cannot do this. And she was, and we was like, she's too busy. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, I can't do that. But I love you. Yeah. Kirby Hell Baptiste. Uh, Kirby is just, I, I mean, I literally can't think. We got to run it down. She got hair any, game on lock. Hair game on lock. Game. Accent, beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. Accent. Accent. Hilarious. Hilarious. Talented as fuck. Acting chops on luck. S- uh, uh, very kind. And she got them hands. I've seen them boxing videos. I know. She's supposed, she can fuck you up. So kind, too. Just, like, fuck, just a great person. It is wild how, like, nice she is. Like, she was yeah. one of the, I think, uh, like, one of the first black people that I met at UCB when I first came here. Yeah. Incredibly open, incredibly uh, nice and heartwarming. And-, and and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Don't see her on the dance floor. She cut it up. She cut that boy. <laughs> all right, all right. You're gonna have. She's gonna be. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, look at that queen." <laughs> we, right? stand. we stand. We stand, baby. Queen. We stand. But let me tell you, man. Since she was on, Kirby was on Barry already. Had a very small role on Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh, had a small role on uh, The Good Place. I think when we had her on, or she was just. About to be introduced on The Good Place, Killing Eve. But since then, she's had a Hulu movie. Nigga, we got a 30-minute long yeah. conversation. Yeah. She, she's got an acclaim for Killing Eve. She's had a bigger role on Barry. She's in the new Veronica Mars movie. Uh, I think she's like a regular out. character now. Uh, uh, not even a movie, yeah, she, yeah. in the TV show. Yeah, she's yeah. a regular character on that TV show coming out. I mean, just... Bookings after bookings after bookings. She was I had a write up on her in Vogue, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, the girl is. You know what the fun? girl is doing the damn thing. Yeah, man. you go to her Instagram now, and it's just like dope dress, dope photo shoot, dope doing the thing. Yeah, I'm extremely happy for her. Uh, she is about to. She's blowing up. She's about to hit the A list. She, she's about to be too big to return text. I think that's. I think that's the next move. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes she she be returning them. She's still returning them. <laughs> yeah. But now she's getting to the point where like sometimes she will return them right, right away, and then other times <laughs> it'll be a, a week days. later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but she is forever queen. Kirby Hal Baptiste. You know another queen we got to get on here. Who? Ego? I'm going to do a second Queen of the Week. Yeah, okay, Ego, okay. Ego Wodum. Has she not done the show? She's not done That's this show. Crazy. She's done Against the Grain. Oh, yeah. Uh, she oh, yeah, was our biggest the, episode yeah, on Against the Grain. The best episode, yeah. And I loved that episode. And we just thought we had more time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who would have at- thought? Like, I remember, I remember, like, everyone, like, I started, like, my phone was blowing up, which is wild because, like, and I didn't book the thing, but, like, yeah. my friend's like, Nigga, did you see Echoes in Saturday Night Live? I was like, yeah, bro. I just saw her yesterday. What are you talking about? It's, it was crazy, yeah. bro. And it's weird. We we could have always asked her, but we always wanted to wait to like have a big episode to like ask yeah, her yeah. to come because she's yeah. such a dope person. Uh, so now when we get her, it's gonna seem like oh, we just getting her because she's a Saturday Night Live chick. No, we yeah. getting her because Echo was the homie. Yeah. Uh, and first black person I saw on stage at UCB. Yeah, she's the homie. She's so fucking talented. Uh, she is also a forever queen. So uh, SNL season is over, so she'll be coming back to LA soon. So she'll we'll get her on. We'll get her on Culture Kings, so y'all can finally meet and hear Ego Wodum if you don't already know about her. I like that. Yeah, that was. Uh, we got, got an extra. We got two queens. We got two and queens. An extra queen in. We got three queens. Three queens, y'all. Lorraine, Kirby, Ego. You are the queen of the. We
to see how long I can hold. I could have yeah, held it much longer. I can't. Longer. I, was, I was out of breath for you. <laughs> yeah. I got to take it low, too. I can't go high. Uh, Zig, what you got? Well, you got the wokest. We already talked about that. You got a new pod, too. Tell us a little bit as we wrap it up. Because a nigga got to be somewhere in 15 minutes. Uh, but And I already <laughs> forgot to pay my meter, so oh I probably got a ticket. Gotcha. Uh, uh, yeah, find me on the socials at Yay for Zig. Uh, like, new podcast, New too. podcast called uh, The Dark Weeb with my homeboy Brody Reed. We uh, talk a bunch of nerd shit. We uh, anime, comic books, uh, manga, video games, everything in between. We got some dope guests. We got, uh, we'll got we have uh, Open Mike Eagle coming through. The, through, through. We got Baron Vaughn. I'm sure we'll have you and Edgar on at some point mm-hmm. if he if his punk ass will be through if we let him. Danny, <laughs> well, all the all the mainstay nerds that are brown will have him coming through, uh, and it's a fun to make a show that doesn't have to be pressured about getting a certain amount of listens, which is nice because it's just mm-hmm. an independent podcast, baby. Yeah. Come through, love it, man, love it. Uh, and who knows? Who knows what else is coming down the pipeline? Keep your ears peeled, folks. Keep your ears peeled, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, it's a it's unofficially officially summer, ladies and gentlemen. I've already declared this for myself: the nips out summer. I'm gonna be wearing a whole bunch of shit with the nips maybe poking out, y'all. I saw Jackie's looking at a shirt earlier today. Yeah, where his nips could be out of it. Yeah, I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. I'm on keto. Niggas losing weight. <laughs> Nigga getting ready for the nips to come out. <laughs> All right, I'm about to do CrossFit for a month. Boy. Oh, you got to here swollen. I'm going to New I'm going to New York uh, in August for all my New York fans. I'm coming out there in August for a few days. Boy, I'm coming out sexy than a motherfucker. Fighting it. I'm coming out sexy, dick out. I mean, uh, <laughs> nips out. <laughs> but uh, but if you want to also have your nips out, or you just want some merch, Culture Kings got that merch. tpublic.com slash culture kings that's where you can also find us on all social media culture kings pod ladies and gentlemen fuck edgar social media but you can find me everything at jockeys neil how about a deep cut of the week oh my goodness oh my goodness i i let's let's do i'm gonna have i'm gonna play one but i also want you to play one so here's what we're gonna do dj dan and you can leave this in the edit you can leave this in the edit. DJ Dan, since iHeart's bitch ass only give us 30 seconds, and that's not iHeart's fault. That's the FCC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, iHeart's not trying to get sued yeah, by the FCC. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, the, that's the, the FCC. That's yeah. the FCC. That was me joking, iHeart. Yeah. I love y'all. I love y'all. iHeart be getting mad. Every, How Stuff Works and iHeart be getting mad at us. <laughs> These are the jokes, y'all. These are the jokes. We love y'all. y'all. Y'all write the checks for just about everybody that work here. Uh... <laughs> Jackie, but, uh, but uh but since we are limited to 30 seconds mm-hmm. we're gonna do two deep cuts we're gonna do zig's deep cut and then we're gonna automatically roll into my deep cut because it's the first summer pod that you are listening to of culture king summer 2019 y'all the year of the nips <laughs> Zig, you got one? I do got one. Uh, All right. it's uh this is this is this is an old one. It's uh it's Red Man Ooh. and the song is uh Tonight's the Night from his uh what the album. Ooh hoo hoo, tonight's the night. Tonight's the night, ladies and gentlemen. You know what my deep cut is? Tonight is the night. But let's be real. Where where is the night at? It's a night in Los Angeles. Oh, this nigga stretching. It's a night in Los Angeles because I'm trying to find the pertinent information I need to <laughs> say. Uh, <laughs> it's a night in Los Angeles from this 1991 song from the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. It is quite possibly one of my favorite hip hop songs of all time. Jam. It is literally the summer jam. <laughs> there is no better summer jam, in my opinion, ever. First you are here, tonight's the night, then we'll rock out to Summertime by the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. We like you, we love you. Goodbye, y'all. Mic check. I walk around the street with the black tech now by the waistline, picking out hype shit. I never claim to be the best type of rapper, but have to show the motherfuckers what I'm after. I'm after the gold, then after that the platinum. Beef after that, Hurricane G packs the gap, son. Chigga bang bang, yo bust the slang with my name. It's the red man on the funk thing. Psych your motherfucking rights.
the night tonight To do what I wanna do, to do it like dynamite The work perfected, when the funk been ejected I roughen up the rough draft to like make your head split huh? A groove slightly transformed Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance That has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance But what about a groove that soothes and moves romance Give me a soft, subtle mix